0: Sammy. I'm back. He is back from Tunisia. Welcome to the Hey podcast. I'm your host Sarah Frazier along with Sammy Kay. and Sammy's been gone for what almost three weeks.
1: Uh, yeah like two and a half weeks. It was uh, pretty awesome. Yeah well you can't go back to Africa for three days. Unfortunately it's not like Maine. It's not like a hop skip and a jump a two-hour flight there. True. Yeah.
0: I mean there isn't even a direct flight. There to isn't Tunisia. even a
1: direct flight. I think there's like one from Montreal and that's it.
0: So you fly what from DC to
1: Paris, Paris usually, and then uh, Paris to Tunisia,
0: and then Paris to Tunisia. So you were in, and then you were also in London, though, right?
1: Oh yeah, because once you're there, I mean, it's just uh, it was easy to get around.
0: And so Tunisia for a wedding,
1: Tunisia for a wedding. My cousin got married, and if anyone knows, Arab weddings are like a week long. Uh, so it was the roughest week. The older I get, the more I realize I can't do that shit anymore. Oh, oh, really? oh I already swore. Oh, sorry, oh, oh, let me sorry. Please, sorry. The disclaimer. Let me put disclaimer. <laughs> This is a statement intended to specify or deal with the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and enforced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frasch podcast may not be suitable for all years.
0: Oh. oh. um. So tell me about a, an Arab wedding, though. What do you mean? Do you party every night?
1: Yeah, it's like a seven-day long wedding. And usually, like, the first night, they do, like, a marriage contract signing. So, like, both the sides of the family will get together and they'll, like, officially sign the marriage contract, you know. And then from there, they'll have, like, maybe a dinner, maybe a little party, something like that. And then the next day, usually all the men will have to go to the mosque. Okay. You know, and they'll like do like a little prayer, they'll do like a little blessing. So it's like the men from the men's side of the family.
0: Ah, okay. Okay.
1: And then like the other men will come by and like wish them luck and people in their neighborhood. It's usually like a neighborhood thing for like people in the area. And then the following day, the women will do like a henna party. Where, like, they'll do, like, all the beautiful henna, whenever you see, like, oh, the designs sure, on women's yeah. hands and stuff. I actually got some done this time around, but I had them put S. Hearts P because it's Sarah Hearts Pierre. That was the bride oh, and groom's name.
0: that's so great.
1: So uh, they were all giving me looks, like, why the fuck is this man doing henna? But uh, usually it's a henna party. And then the next day they'll do, like, a lutea is what they call it, which is, like, a bachelorette party kind of where all the women dress up really nice. And they're partying and they're having a good time. And the men kind of come and crash it at the end. Then you have a day off. And then it's like a reception with five hundred plus people. That's like
0: amazing.
1: Five hundred, like anyone that you've ever been counted in your life is probably going to be at that par, at that reception.
0: So, um, by the way, whose side were you on? Were you there for Sarah? Yeah, yeah, Sada.
1: Okay. They call her Sada. It's the Arabic version. Yeah, so Sada. Yeah, Sada.
0: She she's a cousin.
1: She's a cousin of mine. Yeah.
0: And this is on your mom's side. Yeah, or she's on your actually, dad's I
1: actually named her when I was like four years old.
0: Oh really? They asked me what well, do you
1: want to name her, and I was like Sarah. And they named her Sada.
0: Yep, so lo and
1: behold so yeah it was fun I got to be there uh, I got to see all my family they all flew in from everywhere so my cousin from Dubai and I saw
0: the picture that was great with your mom which one? the one where she was upset I guess you oh because I making a, a normal... face oh yeah
1: yeah that's just my mom though <laughs> that's just my mom She's upset I won't take any good pictures.
0: I thought that was great because you were like doing your normal Sammy face, but she was not happy. She's that
1: not. She doesn't have it at all. No, she's over <laughs> it. She's like a 60-year-old woman who's completely over me making faces and pictures.
0: So it was amazing. And I want to – I got to check your Instagram again. Are you going to post pictures? Like I want to see how beautiful Tunisia is because you say the beaches, right, are yeah. like amazing? Well,
1: it's also winter time, so it's not like I spend any time at the beach.
0: Oh, You know, it. It's kind of okay. cold there. Oh, got it. So,
1: uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's beautiful beaches, it's a good time. Uh, A lot of, like, I spent a lot of time, especially uh, my cousin had a lot of Pierre, you know, he has family from, like, he's from France and Vietnam, right?
0: Oh, my God. And so
1: he had family that, you know, friends and family that the first time they'd ever been to Tunisia, and probably the only time they're ever going to go to Tunisia, was for his wedding. And so we took them all out, and there's, like, a lot of really, I mean, the historic city of Carthage
0: is there. Okay. You
1: know, so you're talking about... Roman bathhouses, Roman ruins. Like, I took him to this house. You can literally walk into a Roman house that's over 3,000 years old. You know, like, you can just walk in there and just hang out and just be like, whoa. You know, you're walking on mosaics that were built thousands of years ago because they don't care. It's not like in Rome. If you go see Roman stuff in Rome, you can't touch anything. Right, you know, right, and You're right. far away. You can maybe get up to the Parthenon, and take a picture, but that's about it. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do much. Yep. Here, you could literally walk right in. Like, there's a coliseum that they still use today to do concerts in.
0: That's amazing. So, like,
1: my cousin saw a bunch of people there. I saw, like, James Brown there in the 90s.
0: Oh, that's so, right! Your first yeah, ever my concert first ever was concert there. Was in a
1: Roman Coliseum, like an actual Roman Coliseum. Oh, no
0: kidding! For some reason, I thought it was in Iowa.
1: No way! James Brown would never come to Iowa.
0: <laughs> I was like, I thought for some reason it was in Iowa that you were already here.
1: Yeah, no, no. I mean, I was, just, I did it there. I mean, I lived in the so United states. So, did
0: they live there, by the way? Or they live they, in Paris. They live in Paris, so they just yeah. come back there because
1: they went back there because a lot of the family, you know, couldn't make it to their little French wedding. So they had like a little tiny ceremony because they had to get married kind of on a whim because Sarah was losing her, you know, status. Okay. I guess. And they were like, well, we're going to get married anyways. And they were planning on getting married this year, but they had to kind of push it forward just for legal reasons last year and then had like the big party this year.
0: Oh, my God. Well, good. So how does it feel to be back? Are you like, do you wish you lived there?
1: I was great. I got home yesterday. First thing I did was I smoked a joint and I ate some <laughs> pizza.
0: Wait, can you not smoke in Tunisia? I
1: mean, I just don't because it's like even if they catch you, it's like a year in jail. I'm a Tunisian citizen, so it's not like I, can, I can't I can play stupid and say, oh, no, and then just have the United States like, you know, save my ass and shit me back. Like, I'm a Tunisian. I will go to jail. So I just don't fuck with shit there. And even then, everyone knows when you take two weeks off, it feels so awesome when you get back into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, You get ripped.
1: I got so baked. (laughs) One joint and I was literally like eating half of a slice of pizza, forgotten I had it, and then eating another one. It was fantastic. I have not felt that way in years. Well,
0: Well, did you smoke before this show? No. Oh, really? No
1: because I would I have literally say, fallen well, asleep, all
0: the shows, I feel like you
1: no, need but to- I can't because I would just I would have been asleep, like I get i too high, like usually I'm a functioning you know stoner, but you have to build your way up to that, and so it'll take me probably till like midway next week before I can start just smoking again when I wake up,
0: oh my God, well, welcome back,
1: welcome back
0: um, well, welcome back, and then I feel like it's also like bye, yeah, so um I, you know, look, I don't even know what to where to start what to say about today's show, I don't know. How you feel. But um, we have to make an announcement um, that something is changing with the show. So I don't know if you want to go first or.
1: Oh, what? I'm just leaving the show. (laughs) Is that, is that, is that such a, yeah, yeah, I mean. That's it.
0: Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, I feel like the backstory that obviously I feel like we owe to listeners because we tell listeners everything. And I think, I don't think it's any surprise to anybody because a couple of months ago. Yeah. You
1: already told the backstory anyways. When we got on the big issue that you thought that, you know, we thought, I thought it was equal. I thought it was our show. But you clearly made it, you know, that you want it to be kind of your idea and your vision. And I said, cool. Well, if that's how it's going to be, then I should probably just, you know, step away and focus on my vision. Because that's, you know, that's kind of what it is. So, you know, it's the Hey Phrase show.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately the the hard part, for me anyway, was a couple of months ago, I think maybe kind of even more like August. Things sort of, I feel like, changed between us. And it was like, wait, it just doesn't seem like the show is as easy and as happy and we're kind of going in the same direction. And so over the past couple of months, yeah, you and I had some conversations and we really thought we were doing two different shows because I did. I thought, you know, like I've said from the beginning, I left the Kane show and then, you know. you wanted to
1: do your own show.
0: I've always wanted to have my own show. And I feel like, you know, I thought that we were clear about that from the start but i guess you know it kind of came out that you didn't think but it's that all that right cuz
1: now you got your own show woo woo
0: well yeah i mean look i'm sad to see you go like i i wanted us to be in it together like i said from the start i always wanted to only co-host ever again with you which I guess I shouldn't have made that. Which same. lasted a
1: whole, like, <laughs> two days because you've had two different co-hosts in the past two days.
0: Well, you were gone <laughs> on vacation. What was I going to do? But um, but anyway, I want to thank you because, uh, you know, and I, I think for the past couple of months, too, I've had to put myself in your shoes, which I totally get. And, um, you know, it hasn't been easy. Like, starting this business, you know, I got a severance package. I was able to pay you for a while. But you know, it is a brand new business and it's trying to make money. And sometimes it makes money, sometimes it doesn't. And it's also hard to ask you to keep coming in and putting in effort for free, you know, at times. And so I understand that you kind of have your own vision and, and that you want to move on. So,
1: yeah. I mean, here's the thing we want to talk about different things, which is cool, you know. And right. at one point I realized, you know, and I just, you kind of sent me like, Sammy, this is my show. I have creative control over this, blah, blah, blah. And I go, fine. You know, well, that's not what I'm like. You know, I want to be creative, and if I'm gonna have to go back to another situation in which it's someone telling me, "Here's what we're gonna do," now think of something for this, then I had to take a step back. Like I'm not hurt by it. I wasn't really, you know, like I told you from the get-go. I was like, "Cool, that's fine with me. Do your thing, girl." Well, <laughs> you know, be famous. I, like, I'm just chilling. You know, I'm just totally relaxing. No, I know.
0: mean, I think it was, you know, look, I feel like for whatever reason, we had many breakdowns over the past like four or five months. And, you know, I yeah, I mean, the reality is, is like you gave me a lot to think about. I go back and forth and I think sometimes or I thought for a while I was like, yeah, maybe we should be key and peel. But I think when we're both really taking a step back and thinking about we what we want, it's like, well, for me, you know, that'd be going back to what I already did and. So And I know for you, too, you don't want to be a co-host. Like, I I thought that's what you wanted. Well, it's one thing to be – I think a
1: co-host also is, like, you know, a co-author or a, you know, a co-owner. you know You both own it. You know, you both do it. I think that you kind of wanted a sidekick, you know, and I think that's where I kind of got confused. And I was like, well, I'm good at being a sidekick. I've done it for years. But at this point, I'm really, you know – like I said, I don't want to – there's a lot of things that I you know, that people who meet me they go, Dude, you're so much different than you are on the air. Yeah, I am. And I think I've, as I've aged, I just kind of don't want to do this like was I really good at doing the sidekick thing for a long? Yeah, I'm fucking good at it. But well, I don't I, also like to do it.
0: I well, I mean, it wasn't like I was sending you out and like, hey, do this bit or whatever. Like, I want I feel like we've done a really great show as adults, and I feel like that's why we're having this conversation because, I'm going to be honest, like, I, I'm i not going to pretend that you're going back to school or you're moving away or anything like that. You're staying here and it didn't work out. And yeah. the reality is, is this business is a shitty business and, you know, I just feel like, you know, I would love for you to stay, but... Yeah, we would have to do more work than what we're doing together, and, and you don't want to do that, yeah. I get that. Yeah, well, I have
1: a lot of other things, too, that i got to focus on, you know? So, unfortunately, there came a point that I had to just sit there and go, well, what do I really want in my life? Yeah. You know? And, uh, unfortunately, it doesn't really involve anything to do with this show. Like, yeah. So. No, I totally
0: <laughs> – you know, look, I totally, totally get that, and I think – you know, I just want to thank you because I feel like – We are really good friends, and I'm sure people are going to have lots of questions of if we're going to still be friends. And I honestly said to you today, because this is the first time I've seen you since you've been back, I I don't have any hard feelings. Like, initially when this was all happening and over the past couple of months, I've been shocked because I thought I had been really, really clear. And I thought giving you a contract and all that stuff made it really clear. So I was super bummed that, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of thought it was something else because I really tried. And I hope that you walk away from this like... You know, considering me still a good friend, and I yeah. really did try to be honest and upfront with you. And so I hope you feel that way because
1: – The only thing that pissed me off a little bit was your little blog post. And you're like, in the month of relationship, that had to break up. And I was like – Sarah, I think we should talk about this on the air, not on your blog post. That
0: actually wasn't about you. Oh, really? Because
1: <laughs> everyone reached out to me. They're like, dude, Sarah's throwing shade. No, and
0: everyone. Fact, That's the only reason I
1: found out about it was because I told some of my friends that I was leaving. And they're like, dude, Sarah's throwing mad shade at you right no, now. No,
0: it wasn't even about you. It uh, was yeah. about another friendship in my life, which I talked about the other day on the show when Paul Wharton was on, mm-hmm. about someone that I'd been friends with for years who we had like a little mishap at, you know, at the end of the year. And no, I mean – Look, there isn't any shade to throw. I mean, I love you. Like, I I love you. I think you're amazing. You're super talented. I've said it always. I think you're unbelievably talented. I know whatever you do in the future, you'll be great at. I hope you'll come back on the show and collaborate at times. Um, If you don't want to, it's totally cool. I mean, I get it. You know, so I just, no, I would never be passive aggressive and throw shade with you. I, I I
1: figured not. I just thought it was kind of funny. No. I, was like, I was like, her therapist probably told her to say that to help her, like, you know, ease with the pain or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, it was not about you. And I always knew that we would have kind of like a, a full-on conversation yeah. about, you know, what happened. And, you know, yeah. And I, I feel like, look, I would love for you, for you to stay as a co-host. But I think that to, if we're being really honest, you and I are at a place where the show isn't going to grow unless we get outside help. Like, if we got a business coach, if we got somebody to help us through it great but you're not interested in doing that and i get that you want to work on your own stuff i want this show to be something bigger well
1: hold on wasn't the business coach it was when you told me we should get in therapy was like all right nope that's the line i'm drawing right here no therapy well
0: no i came (laughs) back to you and said hey look we need a business coach we do we need somebody because we're at a complete i think that many people and i feel like that's why it's good for us to share this i think many relationships within offices, within friendships, and especially we're two friends that are in business, mm-hmm. um, you know, you get to a place where you do have creative differences and it's like, how do you resolve those? And I feel like we're, you know, we're just at a place where neither one of us wants to resolve them, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I was kind of, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, some stuff I, like that you can tell there's a lot of things I don't like to talk about on the show that you, you know, really want to talk about. And that's kind of where the. Yeah.
0: I mean. I'm not gonna lie, like I and again, like
1: I. I just don't think that stuff is interesting. I find you know, I find a lot of like I always say, I always say the lowest common denominator theory, you know, and that's like, well, that's how you get a lot of people to listen. Is you gotta you know appeal to everyone, which is always you know not, not it's not an insult to say lowest common denominator. It's just like you try to talk about something that everyone is interested in, you know, and you're really good at that. Me on the other hand, I sometimes just like, oh my god! If I have to share one more goddamn Kardashian story, I'm gonna shoot myself. We actually myself.
0: never do a lot of those. Stories I know, on but the even show. like
1: I know, but even then, like you know, stories like that, like a lot, you know, a lot of stuff. I just, you know, I was more trying to do. A lot more of the funny, entertaining stuff, you know, where you want to be a lot more serious a lot of times, and it's cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, you when we had many talks, you told me you're not interested in doing anything inspiring. You don't have any interest in that stuff. You don't want to do the mindfulness stuff. And, you know, like I told you when I started this show, I wanted it to be entertaining and inspiring, and I wanted it to be anything goes. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be, hey, Sammy, you know, do these segments, do these things. But it just never seemed to end up being that. You yeah, know no. it. And then together, if – yeah, if you don't buy into the mission and I don't want to do your mission, then it's not going to work.
1: It's definitely not going to work, which is cool.
0: <laughs> well, good. Well, I'm glad that you are cool with that. Yeah, because- yeah, no, I'm
1: totally fine. I mean, shit, man, I'm going to Cuba next week. Like I clearly – you know, I don't know. And I've already had a kind of plan in my mind that I was going to step away sooner or later. It's been in there for a while now. It just kind of – I think the catalyst was when you kind of got upset about the whole argument over the show. You know? That's kind of the catalyst well, that like pushed but that's the kind of that made maybe like go, "You know what? Cool." And I literally I told you what? It was like two months ago I was like, "Well, if that's what you feel, Sarah, then I'm going to quit." You know, so it's not like this is like came overnight. This has been planned for a while, yeah, you know, I mean, and we've been talking ones- about it, we've been figuring it out. So I'm not really too hurt. Like I said, I didn't so I just didn't want to walk out and be like, "Fuck you. I quit this bitch." And like slam the microphone like, "No, you know, we're good friends." That would have been and, good
0: entertainment. And but- I want to
1: make sure, you know, and I want to put you in a place that you can still be successful and still continue on with your mission of you know, being Sopra.
0: Well, you know, look, like I said, I'm bummed because I wanted this show to be the two of us. And I thought, uh, you know, I, like I said from the start, like I always thought that you were a great Ed McMahon to the show. And I thought you knew that. And, that you know, I tried to do a contract and make it on the up and up, so you knew that. And I was just bummed that, I guess... Nah.
1: You're fine. You're going to be good. Don't be bummed. I'm not I am bummed. bummed.
0: I mean, how am I not bummed? You know, it's like you're on a track that you think is amazing, and you and I have been good friends. And I think the hardest part is we have really good chemistry. And, you know, but I, I, yeah, I feel like that definitely changed a couple of months ago, which I get. But, yeah. you know, and, um, yeah, I mean, initially it was like gave me a lot to think about. But I think... Um, we don't ultimately want to do the same show.
1: No, which is fine. With me. Like I said, it's always cool to me. Like right now, I was joking to people. I was like, like, well, anyways, now Sammy, good. Now you have six jobs instead of seven. I was like, exactly. You know what I mean? So yes. I still have a million fucking things I have to do. And I'm just excited. You know, I've got a lot of good opportunities that, you know, I'm focusing on right now. So, Well, good. But I definitely turned down all radio and TV stuff. So don't plan on getting me back in here anytime soon. Well,
0: here's the thing.
1: Look, I mean, <laughs> don't I'm, plan on that. Uh, I don't no, think people realize I'm just quitting the industry in general. Like it's not I, really a Sarah show. Yeah, I'm quitting the industry in general.
0: Well, here's what I was going to say. Like obviously, over the past couple of months, I've thought about this, and I mean, I I want to leave this with was saying this to you is like w- when we've had some of our conversations, right? Like obviously, it's been kind of sticky between us the past couple of months. But I think what when I stepped back and thought about it is. I feel like, yeah, your love is not like broadcasting and radio and podcast. And I feel like over the years, you've been an amazing friend to me because I've always called you and been like, hey, do you want to do this producer job? Do you want to be, the, you know, want to do this podcast? Do you want to do this? And I think out of the kindness of your heart and as being a friend to me, you've said yes. I've said yes
1: a lot of times. And, and I, I feel think, like, And there yeah. comes a point that, you know, people have to realize, I was like, I have to explain this and there's. Some really good stories that maybe I can, you know, I don't know, like a friend of mine that talked to me, you know, I had a sweet fucking job. But just because you have a sweet fucking job doesn't mean that it's sweet for you. You know, right, I think right. I like the job more or less because everyone else thought it was cool. Right. I never really thought it was cool. Yeah. Like I never listened to the radio until I started working at a radio station. I remember for a fact right. that I banned a 99.5 in my car when I first moved here because I thought it was shit. <laughs> Right, and then I got an internship there, and I was like, "Well, fuck, that's not going to work anymore. Might as well." And I end up working there for six years. Like, I've never really enjoyed, you know, the what it was. I've never really enjoyed it. I mean, do I like? I like the perks a lot. I'm not going to lie about that. The money was great. The 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 perks, the tickets, the the tickets, the perks, the the, free trips, all that shit was awesome. But I never truly liked showing up and actually doing my job, you know. And I think I look at, you know, like there's. I mean, look, I can give an example of Chef Tim Ma. Who owns kiri right? Right. If anything, he was really inspiring to me to really just say, like, fuck it, Sammy. Like, do what you want. Because he was an engineer. Like, anyone who sees a person that's an engineer, they go, dude, that's a sweet job. Like, you get to build things. You're smart. You're getting paid well. Blah, blah. But, yeah, like, I think people probably like the job more than he I mean, I don't know this per se. Like, I don't know this actually if this is what he felt. But I feel like people like the job more than he did. And he finally had to take a step back, realize that his passion was in cooking, you know, and – he focused on that. He worked his ass off, and then the next eight years later, you know, whatever, how many years later, he's getting a Bib Gourmand in the Michelin Guide, you know? Yeah. And I think it's something like that to see that, hey, man, like, just because everyone else thinks it's awesome doesn't mean you have to, you know? Like, there's – I think the guy that owns Cake Love, didn't, wasn't he a lawyer beforehand? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He then was he a lawyer, lawyer and he's car.
1: like, I just, I, yeah, it's a great job, and it's awesome, the money and everything, but it's not where my passion is. Well, and I can't show up here and, like, you know, yeah. fake it. I
0: think it. that's, like, what I guess I've learned, and – like like i said like i was so shocked when we first had this like little meltdown i'm like oh my god no this can't be happening but then when stepping back and thinking about it yeah i mean like i can remember 995 you were an intern there then you were great you had great chemistry with kane and i think that's one of your I many i kind of just got
1: chucked into everything you like got i never into i never really plan on ever having a career and that's why i was like dude 10 years not too bad. I have yeah. lasted. I have outlasted pe- most. I've outlasted ninety nine percent of people that try to get in this industry.
0: Oh, totally. And I never
1: wanted to get into the first place. It was literally between. The, I took the job because it was either that or serving pizza at Armand's in Tenleytown. Town. Like I needed to make <laughs> money somehow, and I was like, "Well, shit! If I can do this morning show, like that's way cooler."
0: Well, and that's the thing is like I feel like you know in hindsight when you were when we were talking and um, look I've always said this to you I never want to hold you back I never want you to not find your path. Passion. And I feel like over the years, I thought I was doing you a big favor, like, hey, take this 107.3 gig. Hey, come co-host this podcast. Hey, you know, and I think you're right. Like, in hindsight, it's not really your passion. No. You're good at it. I'm you good at it. And I I like... definitely keep doing it. But you're not – it's not like you really want to come in here every day and, like, you know, po- times you do. I think but... I
1: finally realized it when I was, like, showing up on a Friday and Saturday night to cook in a kitchen. And I was having right. so much goddamn fun over 12 hours of hard labor. And I was like, dude, the show is only an hour. Like, right. why? Like, I'm here for 12 hours and it seems like it's, you know, and it seems somehow less time than, you know, the hour and a half I'm here, two hours I'm here for the show. I so you uh, know. look.
0: I know how that goes. I know, and we've both been at other jobs, and I've been in situations where you're there, and yeah, I mean, you just watch the minutes go by because you just it's you're not into it. Your heart's not in it. So, so. well, so um. Okay. Luckily, I
1: can talk in almost any other job I'll ever have in my life, so I'm not too worried about talking.
0: And you have so many talents. I mean, I feel like, you know, you love the the food and cooking industry. Like, you're great at, at the wine and beer industry. You've been a musician. You're like, you are a renaissance man. So, can you leave? Like, where are you going? Is there any place that, can people just continue to follow you on social media? Or- yeah,
1: I mean, if you want to. Right. I don't tweet that much. I don't really Facebook that much. I don't Instagram that much unless are I'm traveling. you
0: happy about that now? You're not going to even have any I don't have to do any that.
1: social <laughs> obligation. None. Like, none. Yesterday, I actually started, uh, I started blocking people on Snapchat. It was fantastic. <laughs> I was so happy about it. I started just block. I was like, "Don't know you block. Don't know you block."
0: I will say, over the year, I'm like, you know, I do think there were red flags. You know how there's always red flags when you look back, but I'm like, you know, his customer service ish and the fact that, like, you know, of course you you like certain people and fans, but like, I could spend all day hugging fans, taking pictures. you know, but that's not really your thing. Well,
1: because the other thing is, I look, like, I, I don't know, it's, uh, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna just, okay, I'm not, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. Why? Because there's some people that I see that I go, sweet, I would be friends with you in real life. Then some other people who they love the show that I look at them and I go, I would never hang out with you. And then I don't have the same, like, I can't just fake it like you. Like, you can go up to anyone, even though you know you would never want ha- to. Or maybe think that's it's different. Fake. Maybe you genuinely just like every stranger, but I look at them, I go, uh, no. To a lot I do. of them. I love people. And I just, am like, no, nope, not really. No, thank you. That's
0: why I know I'm in the right and business. And I say,
1: hey, what's up? Like, what's up? No, you don't have to like people, because I know a lot of people that work in the industry that hate well, people.
0: I mean, that's true. Yeah. I do. I- you <laughs> happen
1: to just to like people a lot I more. Like, 99% of people don't comment on every Facebook post that people that follow him do you do I see you comment on so many random posts and I was like yeah and it's just like what you like to do me on the other hand I like to talk I have my friends I like to hang out with them I like to hang out you know I like to try to increase those I like to try to you know increase those relationships as opposed to me trying to make new ones you know I'm like Drake no new friends (laughs)
0: I think the hardest part, too, is no one – I'm probably never going to find anyone that will ever be as honest as you are. And I think one of the hysterical things is is over the years, I mean, you've given me some of the greatest laughs because, like, even when we were at Taste of Arlington and this 60-year-old came over and wanted a koozie. I
1: was and like, you don't even listen to the show. You're never going to listen to the show. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to you.
0: <laughs> and she was like
1: – And she was pissed. Why is your friend being so mean? Why? And I was like,
0: because you you're like, not going to
1: listen to the show. And then I looked back at the people behind her. And I was like, now you, on the other hand, you're my audience. Here you go.
0: That is, that is how what I'm going to miss most about you Is no one is ever going to be out at an event This woman comes up, we're giving out free koozies at a table, Because I know them And you go, no, no, no. You know what, you're never going to listen You're, you're never going to listen Have you ever heard of a podcast? You are so rude no, I was what? like,
1: have you ever heard of a podcast? Exactly Never mind, ma'am, go on
0: And I think, did you tell her to get out of here? Or is no,
1: no, no, <laughs> that was just her She said that I told her to get out of there And I was like, no, no, I just said no to you <laughs> oh my god I mean, you have to, like, after doing so this for years moments. I would do all these events and there's you know prize pigs people that literally just show up for free shit and you can always tell them anyone that's ever anyone that's ever worked at a mall anyone that's ever had to hand out free samples you could see them from a mile away because they look at you and they're like ooh something free or they come by they go hey is this free <laughs> and if the second they say that then you know they're not there for the reason like promotional <laughs> items are meant to give out to people to say hey you seem like you'd be interested remember us with this and I was like, man is this free it's like, what are you going to do?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, I mean, look, there have been so many great memories, and I know that we'll always be friends. You've been a wonderful friend to me. I'm sure once, you know, we're no longer mad at each other, we'll go back to being wait, friends. Wait, I'm not mad at you. What, you're mad oh. at me? Well, no, you seemed kind of mad. I no, felt wasn't like. mad. No, oh, I'm not?
1: Just, no, I'm just chill. I'm also, it's like, I'm jet-lagged as fuck, too. Well, I just got off a flight. Do you, know? you think
0: you, so you won't ever come back? Will you come back on, like, a five-year reunion? And, no, like, where probably not. No.
1: <laughs> I don't care. Like that's a th- I don't know. Like okay. I just don't care. I, I'll stop. I, Am I honest?
0: I always think. Like I always if I was to do to anything,
1: I told some friends of mine. Like I had some friends of mine that were like, "Dude, if you're leaving, I told them I would help them get stuff started. I was Great. like, I will help you get a podcast going if you, you know. Like, but here's the thing: I don't want like unless I'm doing something that specifically is niche for me and me alone. I'm not going to go back in. And unfortunately, any radio job I'm ever going to be offered is going to be me having to do what they want me to do. Yeah, be and a co-host, be a psychic. Be a co-host, be a psychic. or it's going to be me doing mornings in fucking Cedar Rapids, Iowa. No offense to my hometown of Cedar Rapids, <laughs> Iowa. I would never take over Schulte and Swan on Z102.9. <laughs> um, but, like it's, like, it's like, and I don't want to do that, you know. Right. The phrase that pays, you know. Shit like, and that's honestly, like, I see people, I've, I've seen, I see people that I met 10 years ago in the industry, you know, that worked in different markets, and I see where their careers have gone And they are all now, they're all in their 30s, and they're all doing, like, you know. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The best of today, tomorrow and yesterday, you know, like music like that. They're doing the phrase that pays. They're doing two for Tuesdays. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I remember having conversations with them and we would make fun of stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, dude, we're going to do something different. But there comes a point they just go, fuck it, man. I got to make money.
0: Of course, you can you make know, good money. In you can radio. make
1: great money, and they yeah. go fine. And they they want to make the great, but I just don't have that because I realize that with other opportunities I have, I can always make great money. Money's not going to be an issue for me ever in my life. You right. know, I'll always have, I'll always be able to make great money doing something. Yeah. And I was like, so I might as well. Like, I really don't want to. You know. <laughs> I really don't want to do the phrase that pays. I really don't want to have to sit there and hear some 60-year-old man tell me. No,
0: and I I got that vibe, too. And I know you don't want to do podcasting stuff. Because, you know, in some ways, obviously, our show is much different. It's much more real than radio will ever be. Yes. And, um, you know, and I really I really feel proud of what we've done because I think we have done a show that's been a variety of topics, that's been in-depth. And I think one of your many talents is you can talk about anything, no matter what it is, what world topic, and you bring a whole new perspective to it. So I'm just proud of what we've done. Yeah. And I'm excited for you in the future. And so what are you going to do next?
1: Fuck fine. Now. I'm going to travel a lot, figure it out. Going to Cuba. I'm going to Cuba. And then I think I'm going to go back to either – Europe again in March, maybe Africa. I haven't figured it out yet. But I'm going to do a lot of traveling over the next chunk of time. And that's what you
0: also love to do. You love to travel. You love to be a a man of the world. And you seem like – I always think too like I – over the past couple weeks like looking at your pictures and stuff abroad, I always think you look so happy. You almost look like a different person when you're away from this grind. And so I'm excited for your life because I think you're going to be –
1: And like I said, you know – I think
0: you're going to be really happy.
1: I think I'll end up probably – you know, I'm definitely going to bounce around. I don't know if I'll stay in D.C. for much longer.
0: Really? But, yeah. I can
1: mean, see that the thing. I can, I can still do, like, my Snacklins. As long as I get Snacklins going, that's the only thing that's holding me into D.C. right now. And I can get that rolling and come back and work, you know, once a week. I think I, like I have friends of mine that have managed to do, like, remote work, and they've done it really well. And so they can literally just spend a week in one random city, of two weeks in another random city, know, a week somewhere else. Perfect. And for you. that's what I'm going to try to focus on—is get myself to a point where I can do that. You know?
0: Oh my god. So. Well, I love you. I'm like beginning to get choked up because sad.
1: Oh, blah, well, relax. I do.
0: I feel like you know. I I just really am grateful for everything that you've done, and um. Oh, don't know.
1: cry. Come on now. That's not how it goes. <laughs> the fuck. This is my goodbye show, not yours. <laughs>
0: Wait, can I tweet this or no? Should I tweet it? What Um, should I tweet? Should I say you can tweet whatever. I was saying
1: like what we should say something that really fucking shock people, knowing they're not gonna hear this for like another hour. And so what do you want to say? You should be like, I just fired Sammy. Listen to the podcast.
0: (laughs) I did not fire you. I did not fire you, but uh but you know, No, uh, no, but it's I'm
1: excited. Look, it's gonna be good. I'm not worried. Clearly, you know, you got a lot of opportunities and I'm not gonna
0: Yeah, we both do. We both do. And um, we both do, and I, I'm really excited for you, and I, I know you feel the same for me, and yeah. I know we'll be good friends. You know, and, like, uh, I even
1: had, like, the, like, we were talking about how that, like, there was another network here that was, like, we want someone to come and do stuff for us on yes, TV.
0: Yes, you're going to do that?
1: No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Because, like, here the thing is they, <laughs> oh they never, God. like, they were, it was just back to the same old politics and shit again. I literally had one meeting with them. And, like, they don't respond to anything. They ask me for ideas, and I send them all these ideas, and they go, ghost? So now I know they're stealing my ideas. <laughs> like, I 100% know the CW network is stealing all my ideas <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, I'm going to say it right now. Okay, but that's fine, though, because luckily for them, I already, t- <laughs> I already wrote them You've all down. already done. used them? I've already used them, or I already oh, have them God. written down and logged, and I don't oh, mind making God. fun of people for stealing my ideas. I've done it before, and I'll do it again.
0: Well, I, I – look, I'm going to miss you. I mean, there's just – you are irreplaceable. I think that's the, the hardest part. Heart. And I think, um, you know, I'm excited for us to stay friends and see where the future goes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was funny because I just feel like, you know, I was on this train ride and then it's like it's like you're on a train ride for several hours or days. And mm-hmm. then you all of a sudden begin to look at the train stations and you're like, fuck, I'm on the train going in the wrong yeah, direction. Yeah, I'm the wrong direction. And I'm totally like, oh, my God. But, I, you know, that's the thing. I think just in thinking about it, I'm going to get like so emotional.
1: Well, you shouldn't get emotional. Well,
0: I do because I love you. I don't – you know, I just feel like I don't – you know, I just wanted us to be, like, all the way, but
1: – That sounds like you're trying to get us to have sex, Sarah. <laughs> that is disgusting. By the way, speaking of that, can Sorry. I throw it out there? And I
0: never want to hurt you. I never, ever want to hurt you. So I just Can feel I throw like... this
1: out there that's the most confusing part about going back to Tunisia was yeah. that I have a lot of, like, aunts and uncles that for some reason, even though – Facebook, if you—I don't know if you have people that write in like, in, like okay, Alicia, right? Tissue. She'll yes. write in French sometimes, and you can click translate to English, right? So Facebook right. will translate for you. For some yeah. reason, when I was like, "Oh yeah, I have this girlfriend," blah blah blah, they're like, "Oh yeah, we know Sarah Fraser," <laughs> and I was like, "What? You guys? Ne- they never? They just would see? Did you just pull out a tampon yeah, to wipe you, use, to blow yeah, your <laughs> nose?" Just use this I'm taking a picture of this, by the way. You oh just-
0: my god, I am. I'm really sad.
1: You're okay. using a tampon to blow your nose right now. That is awesome. Well, anyways, so I had to explain. I was like, no, no, no. That's my... They go, co- oh, that's the lady that we listened to on the radio. Oh, okay. Now we got it. So it was, uh, you know, it's been a fun time.
0: Well, I... Seriously, I, you know... I'm really grateful for you, I love you, and I never wanna hurt you, and I'm so thrilled that you have, you know, I feel like you just did so much for this show, and you got it to such a great place, and I know, like, listeners and everyone,
1: I'm just gonna miss
0: you, and so and I know this will probably be the last time you ever come on until I'm sopra, and then I have a show, and then it will be like, where are you now? Ten years, and it's always yeah, like but then thing no one will
1: give a fuck <laughs> about me then, anyways. So I definitely won't show up. Like I definitely yes, won't come will. on. Then they
0: will, they will care. They'll no. want to know about snacklins and No, everything they won't. You're doing. No,
1: they won't. By the time you have ten million people watching your shows, Sarah, <sighs> you're it's this this initial like thirty thousand, forty thousand. You had to be like, what? Who? Huh? Huh?
0: (laughs) That is so not true. We're going to be friends for life. You have been so good to me. You have been – Sammy, I've always said it, is this amazing friend who, you know, pick you up in the middle of the night, take jobs for you that he didn't want. (laughs) So, I mean, anyway, Sammy, cheers to you. Yeah. I love you dearly. You're going to be sorely, sorely missed. And, um, okay, that's it. I guess we're done. All right.
1: You want to play it? Oop,
0: oop. It's gonna be the last time oop. I can't believe I've gotta Someone's gonna redo Teddy Beats We gotta redo All these sh- these songs Can you believe it I can't even you believe it You should just
1: bleep out My name It's like And
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just do like Or just put like a, Just put like A bird In the back Ah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good idea yeah. We might do that <laughs> yeah. Alright everybody Today was Sammy's last show Love Bye. you Thank you Sammy <gasps> Peace.
1: Okay, it's a brand new year, and Podcast One's got a whole bunch of brand new coming your way. We're talking about new shows from Leila Ali, The Forbes Network, NASCAR's Larry McReynolds, Real Housewife Kim Zolchak, amazing scripted series like Murder Made Me Famous, Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott, Richard Marks, Norman Lear, and many, many more. So get on board for 2017 and download the Podcast One app now. That way you can take us with you all year long. (laughs) Happy New Year from PodcastOne.com. School shooting. Russian drone. I'm Tim McGuire with an AP News Minute. Police in San Bernardino, California say a man went into an elementary school classroom, shot and killed a woman, and wounded two students before killing himself. Police Captain Ron Moss says it does not look like the students were actually targeted. We believe the two children were the unfortunate recipients of injuries by being in proximity to
0: the female at the time of the incident.
1: The two are listed in critical condition. A senior official says the U.S. is certain Russia knew in advance a serious chemical weapons attack last week. The official says it took until today to confirm a Russian drone was flying over a hospital, treating those injured in the attack. Hours after the drone left, the hospital was bombed by a Russian-made jet. New Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch says he's proud to fill Antonin Scalia's seat. I won't ever forget that the seat I inherit today is that of a very, very great man. I'm Tim McGuire.